What's going on guys? How are we doing today? Hope you guys had a good week and welcome to episode 5 of 7 Sports and Stuff. That's right, 5 episodes in. Uh, we're doing alright man, we're doing alright. Had some good feedback, good responses. Uh, so I appreciate you guys giving me that as well, helping me out, always trying to improve this here. Alright, so today... Uh, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to have a look at sports stars who have changed profession. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about a footballer who decided to become a lawyer, although that might have happened, I'm just not sure if it has. Uh, I'm talking about people who have played one sport and then decided to move on to another for whatever reason. Um, and we're going to have a look at a few different um, superstars, really, guys, that you should or you must have heard of. Um, I've been in the news for various accomplishments. Um, yeah, and then we're going to just think about what what we could do if we had the opportunity to change from one to the other, why we would change, what it takes, the kind of hard work and dedication that must go into it, um, and things like that. So yeah, it's going to be a, another good episode, something to enjoy and look forward to. And as always, guys, remember you can drop us an email at vii underscore training at hotmail.com uh, remember to check out our instagram as well uh, vii underscore training um, have a look at what we got up there uh, we're probably going to try and tease a few things in like upcoming episodes and stuff so look out for that um, but yeah all right so sports stars who have changed from one sport to another um, now, I'm sure there's tons and tons of examples, but a couple of ones that I picked out that we're going to have a look at, um, Usain Bolt, uh, we're going to have a look at Sonny Bill Williams, uh, Steph Curry, and so there's some other like other ones that I'll mention, but probably won't go into so much depth about them, like Paolo Maldini, um, Ivan Perisic. Um, so those are a few of the thing, a few of the guys actually that I've I've researched or I heard about that have changed from one sport to another. All right, so let's just start with Usain Bolt. So I'm sure you guys obviously have heard of Usain Bolt, the world's fastest man. Uh, still holds the world record at the 100 and 200 meters, and also the 4 by 100 meters relay. Um, I think he's. 8-0 in Olympic gold medals, so <laughs> he doesn't really come second or third, only first will do for this guy. Phenomenal athlete, probably one of the most recognizable um, athletes in the sporting world. Um, obviously known for his personality as well as his speed. Um, but he decided to obviously retire from sprinting and moved on to play football. Now, Obviously, there's been bits and, bits and pieces in the paper about him training with kind of elite clubs like Borussia Dortmund, for example. But they've not really given him a contract. He's not really played a game. He's just done a couple of training sessions there. Uh, but he has moved on uh, to Australia, where he's on trial at the moment for a team called the Central Coast Mariners. Now, again, he hasn't yet won himself a contract. He's just on trial there. Um, and from what I've read, the pundits or the football experts, shall we say, uh, they kind of think that he's got the right idea. Uh, he's working hard. He's obviously, his fitness is there. And he's not taking it for granted. And he knows it's not going to be easy, obviously. Um, but they still think there's a lot of work to do in terms of the tactical side and actually learning the game. Um, so he has played a game for the Central Coast Mariners. He's played in a friendly match. Uh, he played about 20 minutes, came on as a sub. 
so he plays on the wing um, or maybe a bit up front as well yet I think he had a good chance I saw a few clips on YouTube to score a goal in stoppage time which would have been quite a start to your football career <laughs> but unfortunately that didn't happen for him um, and yeah I think it's quite interesting to to think about from his point of view what it's like to go from a sport where it's all based on just you and how you can do and it's, it's quite individual and at the end of the day when you're on that track there's no one else around around you or helping you out and then from there to move on to a, to a sport which is quite focused on a team um, and you have to do your part for the team it's not just about you you can't really hold that limelight um, it, it involves other players uh, it's, it's not just dependent on whether you had a good game the rest your whole team has to have a good game so it's quite interesting to to think about from that viewpoint um, how he would have coped with that and what sorts of things that he would have tried to do to help him adapt to a more team environment um, not too much has been said about uh, his kind of attitude with his teammates uh, nothing bad for example everyone seems to like him everyone seems to get along with him well why wouldn't you he's got he seems like he's got a great personality not not that i know the guy but um yeah he seems like he's got a great personality um so yeah that's quite interesting from that viewpoint um on usain bolt moving from a individual sport to a team sport now another person who's done um, a similar sort of thing although he still plays both sports so he hasn't retired from either one is Sonny Bill Williams. Uh, now, Sonny Bill Williams is a New Zealand All Black rugby player. Um, he is a two time world champion, back to back world champion, uh, the New Zealand All Blacks. Uh, he also is a boxer. Now, he's not a well known boxer in terms of international recognition, but he has held the New Zealand heavyweight title, two New Zealand heavyweight titles. He's won them both, um, and he had to vacate them because of inactivity. Obviously, um, I think rugby is his main. Oh, it is rugby is his main sport, and he just I think he does a bit of boxing during the off season and stuff. Obviously, he's pretty good at it, um, and he's had I think he's had seven bouts, and he's won all seven. Um, obviously, the quality of opponent. I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't say it's been amazing, but nevertheless, to win um, a heavyweight title in your country, that's that's pretty impressive for. Uh, a second sport most guys would take that as their first sport so fair play to him uh, but he's done the he's done the opposite so like Usain Bolt went from being an individual into a team Sonny Bill Williams went from being in a team to an individual sport um, and I think he said that it kind of helps him mentally to kind of like de-stress from the pressures of being a New Zealand All Black uh, which are immense obviously that's the that's the number one sport out there in New Zealand they're expect they're expected to win um, every single time they go out there on the pitch um, so that's kind of helped him uh, gain a bit more uh, mental clarity get away from the game uh, into another sport which is quite impressive um, in terms of like changing your skill set boxing is obviously t totally different from rugby it's a whole a whole other ball game but the fitness aspect i guess is quite is quite good for him uh, i don't know if you guys have seen sunny bill he's he's a monster he's a beast of a guy man he's in great shape i think he's like 34 is he 34 years old let me just double check that for you he's 33 he's 33 years old so yeah man to stay in that kind of shape to do both those sports at that age as well that's pretty impressive um 
the third guy we're going to have a bit of an in-depth look at also uh, he plays both sports at the moment he hasn't retired from either uh, is Steph Curry I'm sure you guys must have heard of Steph Curry man um, he's a Golden State Warriors point guard three-time NBA champ two-time MVP uh, one of the best or actually the basketball uh, pundits have dubbed him as probably the best shooter ever to play the game which is quite a high accolade um, so he's at the top of his basketball game and he decided to enter into two pro golf tournaments um, so nothing that you probably would have heard of to be honest because he plays on um, the web.com tour which uh, is kind of like the lowest uh, into, uh, lowest tour that you can play as a, a professional golfer um, so if you compare it to football it would probably be like uh, like the conference division or something like that um, but nevertheless you know he's entered there he's playing against other professionals who are trying to make it as uh, who actually do that for the for a living they don't really have another sport to fall back on or they're not at the top of one sport they've moved to, the, to play some golf this is what they actually do um, so that's pretty impressive for him um, in terms of how he did he did respectable uh, he didn't he didn't fall flat on his face but he didn't you know make any make enough noise for people to notice him or say that he could kind of keep going as a golfer he, but he did an average i'd say let's let's call it that he did average again here's a guy that's gone from playing a team sport to an individual sport where you just have to rely on yourself and, and your caddy obviously but mostly just yourself uh, which is again it must be quite hard it must be quite tough to change and adapt to that different type of arena where there are different pressures and well, most of the pressure is just on you um, so yeah that's quite it's quite interesting to think about what these guys must have gone through they obviously played these sports when they were younger uh, but weren't as good coming up and then they've decided to revisit them and have another go now that they probably conquered the sport that they're actually uh, paid to play so it's quite interesting to to see that these guys can transfer their athlete, athletic ability to another sport. They just have to obviously learn the technique. Uh, they have to learn the tactical side of it as well, which obviously can't be easy. But like with anything, if you dedicate hard work, you'll obviously get there. Um, a couple of other people that maybe you didn't know much about or didn't hear of it, Paolo Maldini. So obviously Paolo, Mal Paolo Maldini was it is still the legendary ac milan defender an italian defender uh and i think it was after he retired from football he decided to play doubles tennis again at the really low levels he was a i call him a professional tennis player but at the really really low low level uh doubles player um so that's quite that's quite interesting obviously he wanted to do something else um but Fair enough, fair play to him. Uh, another guy, um, Ivan Perisic. I'm sure you know the name. He's the guy that destroyed England in the World Cup semi-final. He had an outstanding game. So he he plays volleyballs as a prof he's a professional volleyball player as well. He actually plays at international level, which is pretty impressive because volleyball is not an easy sport, as I'm sure you've seen uh, during the Olympics, where most of us have probably watched it. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty impressive to be to be playing football for Croatia, um, and then also obviously for Inter Milan as well, and then also to be playing 
international volleyball for Croatia. That's pretty impressive. You know, that's quite an achievement. Two sports both been played internationally. You know, fair enough. He hasn't done great in the volleyball um, scene. It's not like he's playing in the Olympics yet, but you never know. Maybe once he retires, that could be a goal of his. And I'm sure, with with hard work and dedication, he could he could possibly achieve that. Uh, but yeah, so that kind of got me thinking about changing careers, why people do it, what kind of challenges that you might have. Uh, what about you? What about yourselves? It doesn't have to necessarily be a sporting career. It can be anything. Why would you change? What are the reasons you would change? I mean, for some of these guys, it could just be to test themselves or to test their athletic ability in another arena. Uh, for some of them, it might have been like a like a lifelong passion. Maybe they started playing out some of these sports when they were younger. Uh, That's what they actually wanted to do. But in actual fact, they were better at something else. Uh, so they've just revisited that after they've retired. Um, for some of them, it might just be the fact that they're at, they're at the top of their game in this one sport. Let's take Usain Bolt for example, um, undefeated in the Olympics. Um, he's he's obviously broken every record that he set out to break. So there's nothing really nothing else for him to do. He so he wanted to try out something else, uh, which is again that's quite interesting to have that kind of hunger and determination after you've done it all to go again at a different sport. That that probably takes a lot. Um, but what about you guys? I mean, what 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 would you want to change to if you if you could? Let's just say that you you'd killed it in whatever you do. You're you were top of your game, whatever profession you're at, uh, and you wanted to change. Would you do it? Is there something else that you want to do? Is there something else that you would give that kind of time and effort to as well? Especially after having a having one career for like ten fifteen years and then changing it up, having to learn everything again. Uh, maybe you might have the like what's the word I'm looking for you might have the natural talent to do it but you obviously still have to work hard to to get anywhere in that profession um, so that's that's quite interesting would you guys go for it or would you be just happy with continuing where you are um, for some of us it might just be that we want to do that but we just kind of don't have the financial freedom that uh, we need to go go ahead and have a go at something else or something that we're actually really passionate about um, is is that is that the case with some of you guys if you guys had that financial freedom would you kind of venture out and try something else try something different um, let me know guys let me know uh, <laughs> drop me an email uh, vii underscore training at hotmail.com um, and let me know what you think. What are the reasons are there, apart from the money side of things, what are the reasons are there that you might want to change careers? Um, it's quite interesting. It's quite interesting to think about because for me, I, I feel like these guys have done it mainly because they've kind of achieved everything that there is to achieve in their first career. Uh, and they've, they've still got that kind of hunger and desire. They're still pretty young if you think about it. Um, they're still like 33, 34 I think Steph Curry's maybe just there, you're just under that. So they're still pretty young. And this obviously they want to do something else after they've retired from their main sport. Um, and maybe they don't want to sit down in the media booth. Maybe they want to try another sport. But it does take a lot of hard work and a lot of willpower to say that I'm going to go again at another sport, start from the bottom and work my way all the way to the top if they can. And obviously that's what most of, their, most of these guys' is, uh, his goal is. You know, it might not be for Usain Bolt. Let's take him as an example. It might not be to play for one of the biggest clubs in the world. It might just be to get a professional contract. But that's still 
that's still going to take a lot of hard work. He hasn't got it yet. Remember, he's still on trial at the Central Coast Mariners. So that's still going to take a lot of hard work. If you think about Steph Curry, is he maybe thinking about when he retires from uh, basketball, maybe he's thinking about playing golf, taking it up as a professional sport after his retirement. And if he does decide that's kind of what he wants to do, you have to remember that he's going to be coming up against guys who are young and hungry and looking to make a mark in, in this profession. So it's not going to be easy. It doesn't matter how much talent you have, you still got to work, put in those hours, especially when you're doing something new, something different to what you've done before. Um, but I guess that's another reason they'd probably do it is for the challenge, you know, to challenge themselves again to do something else get that kind of excitement that that buzz again to achieve something that other people probably don't think is possible to go out again and prove people wrong uh, which is probably what they've been doing for most of their lives i'm sure there's a lot of people that have been that told them um, in the past that they probably weren't good enough that they probably couldn't get it done for example i know steph curry has some great stories about uh, people telling him he was too skinny he was too small he'll never make it as a professional nba player and now he's one of the most recognized NBA players in the world. Um, so, yeah, that kind of aspect of it as well uh, to prove to yourself and as as well as other people that you can do what uh, people think can't be done. All right, guys. So, as always, give me your input. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, like I said, drop us an email at VII underscore training at hotmail.com. Uh, let me know if there's uh, some new career that you want to pursue uh, let me know if you've done it before if you've changed from one to the other let me know give give me your input give me a bit more of an insight okay up next we have got shout out of the week and a couple of honorable mentions it's been a like i said it's been a big week in sport so a few good ones coming up Shout out of the week this week goes to two individuals. I know, a bit controversial, but get over it. Uh, <laughs> these two guys went at it on Saturday night. Of course, I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. Uh, what a fight that was, man, in Vegas. It was an unbelievable thing to watch. I saw all 12 rounds, couldn't couldn't take my eyes off it not at one point i was like getting bored thinking what's going on here why are these guys just walking or running around the ring trying to chase each other these two guys were just battling it out in the middle of the ring like throwing big punch after big punch taking big punch after big punch it was it was incredible to watch man i definitely recommend if you guys haven't or if you guys didn't see it check out the highlights one hell of a fight i mean there was a, there was one point um, where they were just throwing these punches so hard at each other. I, I felt it, man. It was crazy. Um, Canelo won it. Uh, it was controversial again. A bit like the first fight. Um, in my opinion, I thought Gennady Golovkin deserved to be crowned champ, but Canelo won it uh, in this instant. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there'll be a third, a third bout because uh, Golovkin was not impressed with the result. I think he walked out the ring before they got the chance to interview him as well. Um, so yeah, my shout out of the week goes to both guys, not just one. 
for that epic, epic fight. All right, so it's that time. Honorable man. My first honorable mention is going to go out to Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who scored his 500th goal, which is an amazing feat. Uh, I think it was this weekend, and it was, a, it was a great goal as well, to be honest. Check it out on the highlights if you can. It was another Zlatan special, um, but I'm not only giving it to him. Uh, because and I'm not only giving him an honourable mention because he scored the goal it was for what he said afterwards as well um, so obviously they asked him how do you feel blah 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 he gave a little speech and then he went on to say that um, he's happy for Toronto because they'll be remembered as his 500th victim <laughs> that's that's probably the most Latin thing to say after achieving something uh, like he just did uh, fair enough to Toronto FC if they're not remembered for anything else they'll be remembered because uh, they were Zlatan's 500th victim alright uh, the second honourable mention <laughs> goes out to the South African rugby team the Springboks as they're known um, who were incredible this weekend man. they went out uh, away to the New Zealand All Blacks and they beat them uh, which is the first time they've won away in New Zealand for nine years uh, which was uh, that's, that's an incredible thing to do I, obviously you guys have heard uh, the podcast where I said the New Zealand the New Zealand All Blacks are for me the greatest team in modern day history I stand by that so uh, shut your mouths <laughs> I do stand by that um, it's only one game but nevertheless credit where credit is due uh, so the South African rugby team and it was only a year ago actually that they got smashed 57-0 uh, by New Zealand so uh, to come back the year, a year later in this competition and win away from home that's something special um, so an honourable mention for them and also a quick side note we'll probably come back to this uh, in future episodes but uh, the South African captain his name is Sia Khaleesi now he is the first black captain in their 127 year history so that gets a but more than an honourable mention, um, but we will, like I said, we will probably re- revisit this um, later on down the line. But that's that's pretty incredible as well. So, shout out to Sia Khaleesi, the first black captain in the South African rugby team's 127-year history. All right, to finish off, we're gonna have a bit of randomness, um, something a bit different. I think it's in the music industry. Uh, this time round, shout out to my boy Tage, who brought this to my attention. Um, so yeah, randomness coming up next. So I'm sure many of you have already heard. Drake and Meek Mill officially squashed their beef about a week ago. <laughs> a little Bobby Schmurder reference there for you guys. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so it happened, I think, during Drake's uh, tour stop in Boston. Uh, he basically brought out Meek and they rapped together on Meek's Dreams and Nightmares intro. 
uh, obviously showed showed each other love, etc., etc. Um, but if you don't if you don't know, the whole thing kind of started when Meek called out Drake for having a ghostwriter. Uh, Drake came back at him with back to back. Um, obviously had their issues, etc., etc. Um, and then now it seems that they've kind of reconciled their differences, hashed it out, had a word with each other, you know, said what they had to say. And now it's all kind of peace and love, etc., etc. Um, and it looks like it's a, it's a good thing, man. It's just nice to see that sort of things. It's a bit different, a bit of a change from everybody going at each other in that kind of, uh, in the hip hop kind of industry. Uh, so that's pretty cool to see, man. And now we just need. Uh, Drake and Meek to come together and produce some sick music, <laughs> some absolute club bangers, man. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, hopefully soon, man. Uh, we'll hear some tunes uh, from them too. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's pretty much the end of this show. Uh, just gonna wrap it up by telling you guys always appreciate your feedback. So. Hit us up at VII underscore training at hotmail.com. Let us know what you think. Give us some suggestion for future topics, uh, things like that. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, I'd greatly appreciate it if you can rate and review and also subscribe um, to this podcast. That would be very much appreciated. Um, the other thing you guys can do, there's a there's a thing called Podland and a web, sorry a website called Podcastland, not Podland. It's called Podcastland.com. So if you could uh, register a vote for us on there as well, we're trying to get to Podcast of the Month, uh, which would be great exposure. Um, I'd really really appreciate it, man. Uh, just show your support and always just keep spreading the love. All right, coming up next week, uh, it's a bit of a fun one. We're going to have a look at um, sports stars and their superhero equivalents. Uh, Obviously, it's my opinion, kind of what I think, uh, whatever superhero relates to whatever or whichever sports star. But again, man, if you want to get involved, drop us a little email. Give us a couple of um, sports people, some athletes, and tell me who you think they're... um, superhero equivalent is going to be a fun one next week man so i'm sure you will i have no doubt that you'll tune in Um, but yeah so that's what will be coming up next week all right so thank you guys for having a listen to this a wonderful podcast i hope you picked up some knowledge learned a few things that you didn't already know Uh, and as always i hope you contribute as well okay hope you guys have a great week Uh, keep doing what you do And keep making the magic happen. Alright guys, see you later.